I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. And this is Unfeatured Articles. Welcome to Unfeatured Articles, the show about uh, diving down into Wikipedia, the depths of Wikipedia, and pulling out uh, all the weird and the wacky and the oddly specific. My name is James Keir. I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host. I've got Curtis Lang. Hello, my dear friend, James. Uh, I've got Hannah Flannery. Hello, James. And we have a soundboard. We do. <laughs> it's a new tool. <laughs> Incredible. Oh, so we've given Zane, our wonderful producer, a full um, life sense to just go nuts exactly yes. and it is this so this is gonna be the new podcast <laughs> Can't wait it's to so good um so yeah zane's got a new toy we love it he loves it mm. we're all just gonna play around with it Ooh, yeah sexy it's, <laughs> we're getting serious Look, how are you guys how's your um, week been good uh uneventful it's been holidays so i've just been like every minute has seemed like the last it all just bleeds into one another <laughs> yeah. You know, the summer vacation, the school comes along just to end it. Nice, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, we are a four. We're going unit. all the way. Um, is- now, but you, Han, have you been? Yeah, good. <laughs> all right, good. good content. Good, good, good. <laughs> nice. I've been fine, by the way, guys. Thanks I for was asking. about to ask. Yeah, all right, okay. It just it- seems like a chore now. All right, well, anyway. it's a nice shirt that you're wearing. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Which translates so well to the audio medium. Oh yeah, let me describe Curtis's shirt. Please do. It's a big uh, fifteen bun. minutes. It's not so actually a shirt. It's a button-up short sleeve shirt. Uh, it's got a collar on it, and uh, it's like wow. this. Light blue uh, and white, and the light blue are these. Um, kind of, and that's my time. That's and time. So thank, thank you very you. much for joining us today, oh, James. No it's been yep. wonderful All to have you, my James. friend. Unfortunately, um, you won't be going home with anything. But did you have fun? I had a great time. Excellent. Thank well, you so thank you very much for me. coming along, yeah, no and uh, join us next time on uh, Family Fun Come. There it is. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Shall we get Take down into down. the podcast? Let's get into it. Uh, do you want to start us off, Kurt? I would love to start us off, guys. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, as James said, this is the podcast where every week we um, find a Wikipedia article. Yes. Each. Um, we bring yes. it to the table and we have some witty banter about it. Woo-hoo. Browsing the internet responsibly. Oh, yeah. Irresponsibly? Um, irresponsibly. <laughs> we'll find out our tagline at some <laughs> yeah. point. Uh, to be confirmed. So, oh, do we want to play our game first? Oh, yeah. Our fun little sure. game. Let's all right. Get so, this is a fairly new um, new to season two. Uh, so, what we're going to do is uh, we're all going to go to Wikipedia um, and we're going to hit the, the random article button and we're going to see how that random article fits into a Cards Against Humanity style um, prompt. Uh, what's one that we've had in the past, James? Uh, in the past, uh, I've got my new one fresh in my brain. Oh, so do I it, can't do it. No, please. Out, what what are we one. doing this week? This week, uh, it's going to be, well, you didn't tell me there'd be blank. Love that. All right. Big fan of that. For example, uh, you might, you know, when I walk into a nice, uh, lovely shop and I, I see the store window, but then I walk in and I say, you didn't tell me there'd be Prempensua. 
That's a nice. large lamellophone used in the music of Ghana. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. Hannah, how about you? Well, you didn't tell me there'd be Edilio Cardoso. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. What's that one? Edilio um, Cardoso. Football player. Ah, he's there. He's here. And they did not oh, tell me. They what didn't a surprise. Tell me. Oh, wow. You didn't tell me. Uh, you didn't tell me, James, yeah. that there would be a list of moths in <laughs> India. <laughs> I thought it was assumed. I thought it was just going to yeah. We bring that to every party. It's true, we do. Oh, um, boy. All righty. Well, now, yes, well, let's, get, uh, let's get straight into, into um, today the the – the main course of mm. the delectable mm. num, num, um, digger station that yes. is unfeatured articles. All right. Um, so I'm going to talk about Ego Leonard. Ego Leonard. Ego Leonard. So Ego Leonard is a Dutch painter and sculptor and possibly mm, an anonymous gorilla artist. So mm. a gorilla artist is someone who does um, like Banksy. Banksy. Sure. Banksy would be the most famous um, example of that. Yeah. So they do art and they, they have a persona and they do art around town that is not like they do like – a lot of graffiti is considered guerrilla art. Yeah. Um, it's art like that is like not supposed to be there or like mm. with, with outside the constraints of like societal rules and laws and that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's usually political. Yeah. Or, you know, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what Ego Leonard is most famous for is uh, his work prominently features oversized Lego figures. Oh, so okay. um, the sculptures are in the form of, so, um, Sometimes the name also applied to sculptures apparently made by Leonard, which have been found on beaches at various locations in the world since the late 2000s. The sculptures are in the form of minifigures, so large oversized like Lego minifigures, right? Yeah. So the characters. Yeah. Um, but are constructed from fiberglass enlarged to two and a half metres in height and have the message, no real than you are. Oh. In capital letters written on their torso. The appearance of a Ego Leonard giant featured at Siesta, uh, Siesta Beach in Florida became number two on the time list of 10 top 10 oddball news stories of 2011. Huh. <laughs> Lego. Uh, <a> Lego. <laughs> it is unclear whether Ego Leonard, by the way, you might have noticed Ego Leonard, Ego L, L, Ego, Lego. Oh, I get it. So that is, so they attributed <laughs> to this guy, but, but one of the, one of the thoughts behind the guy's mm. name is that it might be an abbreviation of Lego of some sort. Sure, sure. Um, so it is, unclear, it is unclear whether Eagle Leonard is the name of the person or merely a fictional character as the figure, but it is most likely a fictional name as Ego Leonard can be reworked to read L, Ego, or Lego. Yeah. Um, the letters can also be rearranged to spell a Lego drone. Oh. So there you there go. You go. So I'm going to take you through all the different appearances of these gigantic Lego figures. Please. And there have been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh. So the first one happened in 2007. Okay. The first oversized minifigure attributed to Leonard was retrieved from the sea of Zandvoort in the Netherlands Mm. on August 7th, 2007. It had a yellow head and a blue torso. It was suggested at the time that no real than you are might become a meme similar to all your base are belong to us. Sure, sure. Uh, Or that a word is missing and it should read no No more real than you are. Yeah. Right? Uh, in 2008, a second giant Lego figure was found uh, off Brighton Beach in the United Kingdom. Mm. Uh, on October 29th, 2008, the green, yellow, and red sculpture again bore the words, no real than you are, on its torso. A spokeswoman from the Lego company stated that it was a surprise for the company <laughs> and many had been uh, and may have been related to an exhibition in the next few weeks that Ego, Le- Ego Leonard would have in London. Ah, right. So 
Igor Leonard is already like a sculptor and a painter. Yeah, that yeah. That has works attributed to him. Mm. And then these things start to wash up with his name on them. Yeah. Um, so it starts like, so questions abound about like the origin of the guy's name and like who he actually is. Sure. And that kind of thing. Um, another similar Lego figure appeared in the sea of Siesta Key Beach in Florida. Mm. On October 25th, uh, 2011, the sculpture is about two meters um, so uh, in height and weighs about 50 kilograms. Yeah. Its head and arms were yellow with a red torso and green legs and it had the message, no real than you are, in okay. capital letters on the front and Ego Leonard and the number eight on its back. Ooh, seems pretty yeah. similar. It was suggested that this may have been a viral marketing publicity stunt to advertise the newly opened Legoland in Florida. Mm. Uh, a spokeswoman, f- a spokesperson for the Legoland and its parent company denied that they were any connection to the giant minifigures. Sure. So it's nothing to do with Lego. We're picking that it's up. It's nothing to do with Lego right. except for the fact that it is Lego. It is a Lego, a big <laughs> Lego boy. Sarasota authorities referred to the object as Mr. Leonard. Uh, reporters from the local newspaper uh, sent an email to Leonard and received a reply. It purported to be from the sculpture and stated that it had been a hell of a swim. <laughs> swim spelt with two M's on the end. Hmm. Uh, but that it was enjoying the weather and friendly people and was going to stay here for a while. <laughs> the Sarasota County uh, Sheriff's Office took the sculpture into custody, awaiting its release to Jeff what did Hindman. He, do? Uh, he just he went for an unauthorized release swim. Him. Yeah. Release him. <laughs> Justice him. for Lego Man. Justice for Lego Man. Released uh, by boy. <laughs> on January 26, uh, 2012, however, the giant Lego figure was given to Denise Kowal, the founder of Sarasota Chalk Festival. Oh, okay. Sure, why not? Um, so yeah, this one has got, this one is the most well-documented one. Um, mm. it, so there's a, there's a, something because he got is, arrested. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this is painting. So it appears that Eagle Leonard's painting in the Sarasota chalk festival featured outsized Lego figures with a message that was similar to and included no real than you are. Oh, so he, he entered paintings into this festival with the same, with the same kind of yeah theme through so he's it. Pretty much incriminating himself. Yeah, exactly. It has been reported in newspapers that works online on the art gallery, uh, prescriptionart.com were valued at a range from three and a half to four and a half thousand dollars US. Mm. Um, in reference to the 2011 appearance, the Spanish newspaper El Mundo, Ooh. El Mundo, noted that Ego Leonard could mean I, Leonardo, and it could be read as I am Leon, I am Leonard. The paper stated that it has been reported that Eagle Leonard may be associated with Dutch artist Leon Keir, who won second place at the 2010 Sarasota Chalk Festival and is due to compete again at the 2011 festival. So it was, wasn't was a solo job. Yeah. He had an accomplice. Other newspapers wrote that Keir had admitted to being a longtime friend of Ego Leonard's mm. and to have de- uh, designed his website, and he also expressed concern that the publicity may have had an adverse effect on a person like Ego, who just wants to bring some kindness into everyday life. Mm. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to blitz through the final four. Please. A Lego figure similar to the Sarasota sculptor appeared in Topanga, Los Angeles County, California. Uh, After one day on Topanga Beach, the Lego man was moved to Lab Art at Los Angeles City Art Gallery, specializing in street art. So they just took it and it was like, it's ours now. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, In 2013, Ego Leonard returned to Europe via plane. Area filmmaker Vincent Dale responded directly to the Lego man's message in a short film. Uh, in 2014, an Ego Leonard minifigure washed up on uh, Yugohama Beach in Kamakura, Japan. And in 2015, an Ego Leonard minifigure was found floating on the river Danube in the city of Linz, which is in Germany. 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 It has been placed on the lawn in the front of the concert hall of Brackener House, according to the... 
I just can't pronounce that. Oh, really? I just German. Give it a go, German is please. the language. German oh, yeah. is the language that I just okay. can't Fair wrap enough. my head around. Yeah, All right, you ready? Give it a go. Obenerostereichen Nachrichten. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this giant Lego minifigure schwamm off the Donau to participate in an arts festival in lines. Hmm. And that's the story of Egon Leonard's minifigures. There's nothing Will else? there be more? There, are, there is nothing else. I hope there's more. When was the, when was the last one, did you say? 2015. 2015. Oh, yeah. And how many were there in total? Seven. One of them said eight on the back of it. Oh, it was a sign. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Watch out for Lego Fig number eight. Lego Fig number eight <laughs> coming to a cinema near you very soon. The next one's going to rise out of the ocean like yeah. Pacific Rim. <laughs> it's going to be a Godzilla <laughs> Lego Fig. And these were like have the dun, dun, dun. all over the world. We're looking for a sound effect. We're looking so. for a sound effect. I was wondering if you had the dun, dun, dun sound effect on the sound I can do it myself. No, nope. that's, 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 that's the closest. That's the right. sound of the. All right, can I, get, can I do this one more time? It, yeah. it, it, Hannah, say that it had the number eight on it. It had the number eight on it. Yeah, good. How deep does this go? Bump. <laughs> Welcome back to James Keogh's broken, <laughs> broken links. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, when's the next one going to be? Where is it going to be? Well, they've been all over the world, right? Yeah, I want one to come to Australia. I think so. It's about time. Yeah. When, when was the last one? Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your time. What's what's the approximate distance of, of time between? We can each math appearance? this out. We can we math can, this we can First one was what? Also, does he just two thousand seven? Like yeet them into the ocean? I, I was think wondering so. this as well. Like, how do people not notice that there's a giant Lego man like yeah. in the ocean until it's just there? No, well, there's, there was one every year until twenty fifteen. Oh, um, and then it just stopped. Oh, Where's beans! Ego? Where are Major you, beans. Ego? Ego, come back to us. And Baby, come back. We oh, so you. good. And they arrested his boy and he went, no more. No more. No more. No more. We had, we had it so good. <laughs> we didn't know what we had. We didn't know what we had. It was so good. And then 2015 came around. And we Worst didn't know. year. Don't it always seem to go. <laughs> and ironically, that was the best year of my life. 2015? Yeah. Aw. Good year. <laughs> Fucking nerd. Oh, wow. no. Wow. God, I'm saying. I'm just going to press God, I'm saying. Here we go. Oh, the boys are fighting Is over this the- one. It's the theme song. That's the end of the episode. I'm going to do mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving the soundboard. I promise I won't touch it anymore. Can I just end the episode? (laughs) Whatever you want to. I tried to be wholesome. (laughs) It was, yeah. Um, It was the year I met you two. It's true. Yeah. It was awful. It was the worst year. year. (laughs) Blame Zane. Blame Zane. Yeah, fair. Zane's in control. Um, All right, James. Yes. You got an article for us, big dog? I do. I want to talk about something that I've heard of a lot but never knew like what it was specifically um i'm talking about the key to the city oh yeah (laughs) right it's referred to in so many like especially american culture sure like i just yeah what do you explain it to me i would gladly so originally um this kind of concept was called the freedom of the city yeah and it was based in um medieval times uh during times of serfdom uh, when basically people who were like notable soldiers essentially could walk into the city with drums beating, colors flying, and bayonets fixed. Uh, it's an ancient honor granted to martial organizations. Uh, okay. Dates back to ancient Rome, which regarded the uh, perennium, the boundary of the city, as yeah, sacred. Yeah. Promagistrates and generals were forbidden from entering it and re- resigned their imperium uh, immediately, immediately upon crossing it. 
An exception was made for victory celebrations called triumphs, during which the victorious general would be permitted to enter for one day only. So yeah. he's given the freedom of the city to walk in uh, and to not have to kind of sacrifice their, to resign their imperium, their authority. Yeah. Um, this essentially trickled down. It kind of kept going, but it became more of a, um, just sort of a, um, symbolic, symbolic role. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then a slightly more common freedom to the city is connected with the medieval concept of free status. When city and town charters drew a distinction between free men and vassals of a feudal lord, as such freemen actually predate boroughs, early freedom of the boroughs ceremonies had great importance in affirming that the recipients enjoyed privileges such as the right to trade, own property, uh, mm. and protection within the town, that kind of stuff. Now, when it comes to the UK, um, this is where it becomes a whole lot more about sheep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so essentially uh, what happens is... James, I want to hear about the sheep. I know, so do I. Um, Shout out to do all our sheep fans out there. The sheep from me, James. Tell me about the this sheep, James. This is a sheep James. podcast. The right... Thank you, Zane. Sheep. The right to herd sheep and cattle across London's four bridges technically no longer applies as yeah. there are no livestock markets in the city. Um, but duh, 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 the while sheep have occasionally been driven over London Bridge by freemen on special occasions, uh, the privileges... Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm trying to get it's to the top so of this sheep situation. Sheep. Yeah. So Crocs. beautiful. <laughs> Big fan of sheep, hand? No, I'm just... Here we go. Taking the piss yeah, out of so, hands. You've got the freedom of the city, right? You're, yeah. you, you're a freeman. Yeah. Freeman. The you, free man. You're a free man. Half-life too. Or woman. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, James. Wow. That was just. Yeah. Well, like, what can I say? The patriarchy. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <clears throat> you fixed feminism. <laughs> I know, You fixed right? equality, mate. Yeah. Good on you. Uh, so in England, the most established borough of freedom is that conf- is that confirmed by the f- conferred by the freedom of the city of London, first recorded in 1237. This is closely tied to the role and status of the livery companies. From 1835, the freedom without the intervention of a livery company, a uh, livery company being a thing that will be reveal itself to me. Anyway, uh, you keep going on and on about this, but where's the chat where's about the sheep? sheep? I know where's sheep, sheep chat. chat? Uh, basically, a livery company. It's all about trade. Okay, so sheep. yeah, uh, the freedom without the intervention of a livery company has been bestowed by a general resolution of common council by redemption at one time of an onerous sum. Now, the freedom can be attained by servitude, patrimony, nomination, presentation by a livery company. Freedom by nomination by two sponsors is available for a fee. Of a hundred dollars, a hundred pounds, as of 2018. Now, these new freedom, they are enrolled in a ceremony in Guildhall, where they receive a guide to conducting their lives in an honourable fashion and a sealed certificate. Freeman's children get admission preference at the City of London Freeman's School. There are a number of rights traditionally, but apocryphally associated with Freeman: the right to drive sheep and cattle over London Bridge, to a silken rope if hanged. To carry a naked sword in public. Wait, 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 wait. Let's take that one back. Yep. If they are hanged, uh-huh. They don't get any old rope. Oh no, no, no. They get a silk rope. They get a silk rope if they are hanged. Ain't that the life? That's the that's what I want. Ain't that what we all dream of? Yeah. Um, and they're also just allowed to carry a sword? 
uh, the right to carry a naked sword in public, or that if the city of London police finds a Freeman drunk and incapable, they will bundle him or her into a taxi and send them home (laughs) rather than throwing them into a cell. Yeah. Big fan. Want. I want to be one of these guys. Mm. I want to be hung by a silk rope. <laughs> Me too. While sheep Please. have occasionally been driven Sexy. over the London Bridge by Freeman on special occasions, nah. these privileges are now effectively symbolic. Nah. The right to herd sheep and cattle over London's four bridges technically no longer appri- applies as there are no livestock markets in the city. Yeah. Nevertheless, the right has been exercised or the city has granted permission on several occasions in modern times. <laughs> Someone's um, gone, no, 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 no. I, I want my sheep. Thanks. I can drive I as many sheet over this bridge as I want to, and I'm gonna Elizabeth, do it. And I'm gonna carry a fuck off sword while I do. Oh, absolutely! Try and stop me, me bitch. My uh, in September 2008, the Lord Mayor of London, David Lewis, and some 500 freemen drove a flock of Romney ewes in relay across London Bridge to raise funds for the Lord Mayor's <laughs> charity. That's very funny. Uh, by 2015, the driving of sheep across the bridge had become an annual event. Uh. Um, typically to raise funds for the Lord Mayor's Appeal. Now, and it, yeah, break it down for me why it's such a big thing in like American culture yes. and that kind of thing. This is where it becomes the key to the city. Yeah. In some countries, such as the United States, <laughs> mm. an ornamental key, the key to the city, is presented to esteemed visitors, residents, or others who the city wishes to honour. This practice is a variation on the freedom of the city tradition and has a similar symbolic meaning, evoking medieval walled cities, the gates of which would be guarded during the day and locked at night. The key symbolizes the freedom of the recipient to enter and leave the city at will as a trusted friend of city residents. So it's essentially saying, we like you, we trust you. Yeah. And you're probably wondering what kind of people uh, would, would be so trusted, so highly regarded that they could be given Spider-Man. a key to the city. I mean, it might as well be. I'll tell you who like, does. Like give him a key to the city in Spider-Man 3, the best film of all time. I'll tell you who does have a key to the city. Tell me now. Santa Claus. Fuck Good. off. Yeah. It's Love what he that. deserves. Um, let's see who else. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, Pitbull? <laughs> For which, which city? Pitbull's. Yeah. No, I just, like, back to the Santa one. Like, this, they're, tr- they're, they're really trying to harp home that, no, no, it's fine. It's okay to let a random bearded man into your house. Yeah. <laughs> He's Thank got you. the key to your chimney. You might as well have the key, key to the to city. Everywhere else. Uh, Pitbull has the key to Kodiak, Alaska. So, like, not even one of the good ones. Um, hey, be nice to Kodiak, Alaska. <laughs> be nice to Pitbull. Shout out to our fans in Kodiak, Alaska. Yeah, shout out to Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Kardashian-Jenner family, they've got the keys oh. to Beverly Hills in California, as is Larry King. Um, Kendrick Lamar, he's got that key to Compton. <laughs> nice. Yeah, fuck the air. Yeah. Love that. Tiger Woods, he's got the key to Cyprus. All Which right. Cyprus? Cyprus, uh, California. Yeah, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't want dude. Tiger Woods having the key to anywhere, if, if I'm honest. Yeah. The, uh, Queen the Elizabeth II, uh, she's got the key to Long Beach, California. <laughs> uh, so she can just come Liz and go. Liz has got the key yeah. to anywhere. Liz has got the key to my heart. Oh, yeah. The monarchy dies with her. Now, mm. continue. Um, Welcome back to Republican Chat. My name's Curtis Lang, and we'll be talking about uh, Republican movements in Australia. Um <laughs> 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 this is a minute and 15 seconds of cricket noises. I hope you think this is worth He's it. He's committed to He's it. Commi- yeah. yeah I, it was um, <laughs> it's not my first time performing to crickets. Here we go. 27 Victoria's Secret Angels. You can um, fade it out, Zane, but yeah, it's still yeah, yeah. going. You know it's still going. The crickets are in our hearts. <laughs> yeah. There's Victoria's Secret Angels. They were given the keys to Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Zoe Deschanel, 
Uh, yes, Queen. And some of the stars and producers of 500 Days of Summers, Summer were awarded the key to Los Angeles. Uh, Lil' Kim, she got the key to Los Angeles. Sorry, who? Lil' Kim. Who? Uh, she is a, an American rapper. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Pay that back in. Uh, it's interesting, though, because Lil' Kim also has the key to a different city. Uh, Lil' Kim yeah, also... Yeah, ladder, ladder, ladder. She's also got the key to Miami. Yeah. Wow. So, they love giving her keys, don't Lil they? Lil' Kim has the keys to two cities. Uh, yeah, bring it back down. Bring it back down. Back Let's bring the cricket back down. Because uh, I'm far from done. We've got... <gasps> who else? Uh, God, I wish you wouldn't. <sighs> there was a good... Uh, there was it was Santa Claus. Santa Claus was the one. Uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, he got the key to Key West. Harry <laughs> Truman got the same. Key um, West. Where's Key West? Florida. Key West is... There it is. It's in Florida. Florida. Back with that Florida, Florida yeah, facts. Florida facts. Uh, John Travolta, he's got the key to Ocala, also in Florida. All right. I'm going to give you three more. Three more. Make, make them good, James. All right. All right. Here we go. Michael Jackson, he's got the key to Chicago. Nice. He had the key to Chicago, I should say. Oh, um, that's nice. Uh, Maybe don't give Michael Jackson the keys to anywhere where children live. Yeah, fair. Can I have a... Do you want to cut a, that? Bit of, oh, yeah. Even better. I will not be shamed for calling out Michael Jackson on this podcast. Thank you. All right. That's all I wanted. And all I wanted. I'll wrap it up with this. Elmo (laughs) has the keys to Detroit. (laughs) Yeah, good. Yeah. So there you go. Key to the city. Key to the city. Love that. Thank you. Flannery? Hello. Let me talk about fucking Austria. Fucking Austria? Fucking Austria. Amazing. Are we, al- are we allowed to swear on this podcast? On this one? Are you fucking kidding me? On this exact one? The, you know which one this you is, You know which right? podcast this is, right? Yes. Some of my favourite swear words are in... This, these are my my top five swear okay, words. Okay, no, start no, 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 honestly, I'm going to do Start this. the thing. Favourite one is... Can we mute him? Yeah, let's... Can we mute him? We can. My favourite... Mute him. Mute him, please. Oh, he's gone. Okay. My favourite word... Yeah, hang on. Here we go. Fucky? Uh-huh. Fucking Austria. I hope you can't hear this, people. But if you can't, if it's just silence, he did. He listened to them. He listed them. Can I come back in now? Thank you. He's back. All right. Fucking is an Austrian village in the municipality of Tarsdorf, located in uh, Upper Austria. The village is 33 kilometers north of Salzburg and is four kilometers east of the Inn River, which is the German border. Despite having a population of only 104 in 2005, the village has drawn attention in the English-speaking world for its place <laughs> I wonder name, why. Which is spelt the same as the English profanity. Fuck. <laughs> what? Oh, is that one that it was Is that why words? it's funny? Oh, I see. Its road lines are a popular visitor attraction and are often stolen by souvenir hunting vandals until 2005 when the signs were modified could to you, be theft resistant. Could nice. you imagine... Drew Buchanan and, and oh, myself mate. let loose in that city. <laughs> Good God. 
<laughs> Fucking is most famous for its four traffic signs with its name on them, besides which tourists have stopped to take their photograph taken. British and American soldiers based in near- nearby Salzburg noticed the name after World War II and began to travel to the village to have their photo taken. The local residents, the Fuckingers... <laughs> is that real? Yes. That's it's very in the article. Good. ...were considerably bemused as they had not previously been aware of the meaning of their village's oh, name no. in English. <laughs> The village is especially popular with British tourists. As a local tour guide explained, the Germans all want to see Mozart's house. The Americans want to see where the sound of music was filmed. The Japanese want to see Hitler's birthplace. But for the British, it's all about fucking. Uh, the, road, the road signs were commonly stolen as souvenirs. The only crime which has been reported in the village. No way. <laughs> it's a crime-free city. Yeah. Except for it's people. It's a bloody utopia <laughs> and the British are like, we're going to fuck this shit up now. Uh, it costs some 300 euros to replace each stolen sign and the costs were reflected in the taxes that the local residents pay. They the, have to, all 100 of them. They have to pay to replace well, the that's, signs that's, that these that's other people $3 steal. per person. Yeah. Like, that's significant. It's a big tax. After a spate of thefts, which included the theft of all four signs in one night and a total of 15 over a period of several years, in August 2005, the road signs were replaced with theft-resistant ones. Mayor Hoppel, Hoppel, it's like H-O with a dot dot on top and then P-P-L, so Hoppel. Hoppel. Hoppel said that officials were fed up with the English-speaking tourists stealing the signs and noticed that noted that the newly installed signs, it would take all night to steal one. Uh, we got them. Unless you this have is, got him. Hey, guys, big friends. Call. Big call, you ready? Yeah. This is the worst thing the British did to another country. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zane. Uh, one of the townsfolk, uh, the police chief, stated... We will not stand for the fucking signs being removed. <laughs> <laughs> it may be very amusing for you, British, but fucking is simply fucking to us. <laughs> what is this big fucking deal with fucking? That's very funny. In July 2009, it was announced that the village would install CCTV cameras in an attempt to deter summertime tourists from filming themselves having sexual intercourse in front of the fucking sign. That's what they want. A resident of the village said that installing cameras around the village may make tourists think twice and instead choose only to have a photograph taken in front of the sign. Oh, right. The mayor said, we don't find it funny. We just want to be left alone. We don't harm anyone. Just want to live in peace. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Yeah, and that's oh. fucking Austria. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. Okay. And that, is there? Thank you. Yeah, yeah. well deserved. Um, and they were like 100 or so a few years back. Is it? It's is still it, like 100, like 110. It's not max. a big town. These poor people. No, no. I, it's I, a crime-free town. Yeah, I knew about this because um, another crime that the British have committed: Top Gear. Um, <laughs> hey, I like Top I Gear. I do enjoy Top Gear. Uh, uh, they did a special where they drove through it, and there was a couple of other towns around in in the in like they did a road trip. There was yeah. a town called Kissing. Oh, there was nice. a town called like Fondling, and something, and then there was fucking, and they did like a road trip through all these different towns. <laughs> um, There's well, someone in the town that had to explain to like a bunch of tourists. There's like another quote here, and it said that she had to explain that there were no fucking postcards. Oh. Uh, 
They should be. That's a, that's a way to make a mint. Like, no, someone tried. Someone tried. Oh, really? To, um, it was like, I like fucking in Austria on a shirt. Yeah. Um, and they nearly got run out of town because there's a no hundred people in the town. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. someone figured out who it was. I and got then a, I got they were like, getting shouted at in yeah, the street. I, I get it. Like, you're just a town. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of a nuisance, but like. It's very funny. It is very funny. Everyone, you guys need to calm down. You named your town fucking... Like, well, they didn't know. They didn't like, speak English. No, like, it's like an old town, my it's man. It's a very yeah, old agree, town. But, like, if we named a town the Swedish curse word for... Sexual tummies. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry. <Yeah. laughs> um, I apologize to everyone. Um, mute sure. me again. Uh, no, please don't. Please don't. No, I beg you. Do no. it. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> we wouldn't just. We wouldn't do that. Although now that I think we about it, there are actually there are actually are a couple of um, places in. Uh, no, you do not want to. <laughs> this is just a bad fact. There's a couple of places in Australia that are called the N word. Yeah, I think I feel yeah. like I heard about that. That's, just, that's terrible. Can we yeah, get that's on just that? like, that's they just but surely they've changed their. Nope. Oh, boy. Oh. Nah, man. Oopsies. Yeah. Um, but like, that's the thing, though. If you're these hundred people, and sure, it's a nuisance, but you do stand to make some money from it. Yeah. This. Yeah. Like, this is a marketable opportunity. Like, have at least one um, bloody gift shop. Mm. And just sell your fucking merchandise. <laughs> it's the Swedish mate. They're communist. <laughs> Sorry, that was my that was my old white man cosplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, <laughs> interesting Wrong choice. But I like it. Wrong anyway, covering the it truth. says well, in the article that they all want everyone to stop coming to fucking. Oh. Curtis is like unfucking likely. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's already booked his flight to I Austria. Booked my flight. Oh, far out. All right. Well, let's wrap up, shall Okey we? Um, let's have a recap of what we did. I did Ego Leonard, uh, the, fa- the the Lego man himself. Uh, James, what did you do? I did the key, uh, Freedom to the City and Key to the City. How about you, Han? I did fucking Austria. All right. Fucking. I've, I've got to give it to fucking. Yeah, I'll yeah. also give it to fucking. Oh, yeah. victory. Um, I, give, <laughs> I give my vote for what is worth to Leonard. Just because they locked up a Lego man. Yeah, yeah. very fair. Do you think they oh, had like they? big special made handcuffs for like the Lego <laughs> yeah. hands? They put him on it. Like, no, no more of this. No, no more. This guy's like, oh, what did you get in for? And then it just pans across. It's, it's just, just a, a Lego, Lego boy. Just no a Lego face. boy. Just, Out the front, there's me with a sign and like a placard. Let him Let go. Him free him. my boy. boy. Hashtag free the Lego boy. Well, thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we hope you've enjoyed our new soundboard. This, we certainly <laughs> We have. certainly have. Say nice. Mid, mid. We were making the literal. Do, we were going to do that for myself. Mid show, we got it in. And I want to do any of That one's for before. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a catch up. Um, well, we have um, social media, don't we? we do. James? Um, we're on Facebook, and it's unfeatured articles. We're on. Facebook, we're an unfeatured articles, <laughs> and we're on Facebook at unfeatured, at unfeatured articles. We're also, could I just? Where are we? Where um, else we're are on we? Instagram, oh, unfeatured yeah. articles, uh-huh. and Twitter on unfeatured pod. Yes, um, you can catch this episode and any of the other episodes are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any other good podcatcher of Ooh, your choice. Only um, the good ones. Only the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, do we have anything to spruik at the moment, guys? What are we up to? I I just uh, just wanted to say if you see me on the street, give me a high five. Give me a high five. Just give me a high five. Yeah, give me a high five. I'm lowly. I'm street. lonely. <laughs> Fuck 
talking by himself, <laughs> talking by himself, happy. Eliza, do you like it uptown? Hey. It's quiet uptown. It is quiet uptown, ladies and gentlemen. It is the quiet uptown. Um, James, your, po- your other podcast has just come back, hasn't it? Yes, we have season two of My Song Suck. Uh, that has come back. We are. Uh, thank you. Thank we have you. crickets and applause. Good. What a weird combination. <laughs> yeah, crickets and applause. Yeah. The crickets are applauding. Um, yeah, that's back, so you can check that out. My song Suck. Woo. It is a, so, a show where myself and uh, musician Alex Smith, who has a music video out, which I am in as yes. well, which uh, a few of us helped out on. It's awesome. It's called Rescue Me. It's, it's on Facebook Me. and YouTube, YouTube under Your Man Alex Smith. Yeah, uh, g- give him a subscribe while you're at it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. Do you guys have stuff you want to plug? We're all good. No, no, no. Well, then, in that case, I want to mention Purgatorian Friends by Kevin McLeod. Our theme song. It's a great wonderful track. song. Thank you to That's Not Canon Productions for lovingly hosting us on our podcast. Yes. And uh, until next time, Zane. I've been Curtis Lang. I'm Hannah Flannery. I'm James Keogh. Until next time, browse responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> the crickets are still there. They're back. Wow. No, I like it. I like it. Let's make this our new theme. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.